Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here. And usually I'm trying to encourage us to be in God's Word and reading God's Word. And that is what this podcast is about. It's also about continuing relationships that I have with my sons, sons-in-law, and others who I disciple. And maybe some of them don't feel like I disciple them very well. <laughs> but we all try to do different things in different ways. But today, I want to share a little bit about, well, about life and about how we can be greatly affected in a moment <clears throat> in life. And so, uh, a couple of days ago, my father passed away in my arms, and I was taking care of him and taking care of my mom, and my mom is in rehab, and and he was just out of rehab and had a full day out and his first night back in his own bed and then the next day we had a great day as we were making arrangements for how he and mom were going to continue on and pressing on and even having a couple of great meals and working on taxes and then it was time for bed and then as uh in that process of getting ready for bed he had i guess a massive heart attack and passed away and I try to play God and doing CPR like I think anybody like me would do. And the paramedics did the same for about a half an hour and transported him to the hospital. But he he never came back. And so as I think of his life of serving his country, mostly in the Foreign Service and serving his country through advising presidents from John F. Kennedy to George Bush Sr., and as I look on the wall and see all these awards signed by different presidents and secretaries of state and others, a couple of favorites might be some of the ones that are signed by Ronald Reagan and um, some others that are meaningful because of, of the work that he did as assistant secretary of state, for instance, under Jimmy Carter. But he served his country and he served it, he served it well through the Foreign Service. And one of his things was always to try and, and give people the tools they need to succeed. So whether it was finding funds for the people of Colombia or the Dominican Republic or Costa Rica to be able to build a better infrastructure, railroads and roads and shipping lanes to get product to market or to help get a better product or whatever it might be. It was giving them the resources to be successful, giving them opportunity that maybe they didn't have. And he was greatly appreciated and as he did that. And then once he got back to D.C., they like, they didn't really want him to leave D.C. They wanted him working in Treasury Department and other things like that, doing different things. And you can read all about it in his book, Active Diplomacy to Achieve U.S. Objectives 1960-1991 in Central America, Washington, Panama, and Argentina by himself, by John A. Bushnell. I don't know where you can buy it, though. It was on Amazon, and now I'm told it's not because it didn't sell enough. But it is a 600-page document, all back-checked, all perfectly accurate of his answering questions and basically retelling his career with lots of amazing stories, including probably the highlight or the climax of his career of leading the 
the invasion into Panama, known as Operation Just Cause, in 1989. So, why do I bring that up? Is it to brag about my dad a little bit? Yes, absolutely. I'm very proud to be his son, very proud to have him as a dad. But it's to help us understand that often... Heroes come in, heroes of ours come in different things, but the real story of, of man is how we how do we help people to be successful in what we think is really important. So for me, I think the most important thing is is raising up disciples, disciples of Christ that really know Jesus. They know God, they know Abba Father, Yahweh, and they have the Spirit, and they are filled with the Spirit, and they are purposing in their heart to be godly, to do what's right. And my father definitely wanted to do what was right. And his but he was he he was had difficulties in the areas of relationships, the how he was raised, the generation he was about, circumstances he was in, and being a doer and being able to think at a pretty high level and orchestrate and get things done, and lead people in all of that, put him in a position of, of not being great in other areas. So that's the reality of it. So the, when I was young, my appreciation of my dad was way different than it is now as a, well, now as I'm a grandfather. And as I saw him reaching the end, and although none of us anticipated right now being the end, we knew the end wasn't far away, say, giving him another five to seven years. But as he was nearing the end, he never stopped trying to set people up to win. And he was helping people in different ways. He was very generous. His wife, my mother, was is very generous. And they were always willing to help people. Matter of fact, as I'm getting their mail every day right now, there is a lot of mail coming from people who are thanking him for the gift he gave last year and asking for another one this year. From the local sheriff to the national parks to different various medical cancer fighting associations out there and, all, and everything in between, right? So the bottom line is he was a person that to the end was about helping to set people up to win and win where they wanted to win, investing in people and providing great resources for people. And then what they did with those resources, though, was up to them. And and so often when I would try to get advice about certain things from him, there were certain things he was good to give advice on. He was very wise in a lot of areas. And there's other things he said, nope, I'm not going to help you there. And that was disappointing sometimes. But I think the reason was that he knew where his time was best spent. Advising me in certain areas was a good use of his time. Advising me maybe in other areas, he didn't feel was a good use of his time. And so he had his opinions, just like all of us do. And he stayed on his purpose. So he stayed on his track and he did that for his whole life. Very, very disciplined. I found a document because of some of his medical things he was dealing with where he 
kept track of his daily weight, which is what the he needed to do. And so it's very interesting. He was very meticulous in the details of what he did, going over how he did taxes. It's incredible. All the different things that I'm now learning as I'm digging into the details that he dealt with. But one thing is for sure. None of us live forever. And the legacy we leave, well, some won't. But he has. I'm proud of him. Proud to have been his son. And I guess this is my record of it for the 10 people who might listen. right? But he was... He was not at the top of the list of godly men of America or godly men. He wasn't a man who made a big effort about going to church or talking about God. Although, if he was asked, would you deny Christ? Or do you think he truly existed? What's your take on that? He said, no, I know God's real. Jesus is real. Jesus is the way. He was baptized as Methodist. He took... He trusted God in that. He says, well, you say if you do this, you'll be saved. So I trust. he trusted God in that, and that's how he lived his life. I'm not saying that's how you should live your life, but in the way he was wired and the way he did things, I know where he is today. And the good news for all of us in any of this is that staying focused, if you're listening to this podcast, is because you probably know me and... You want to be more in God's Word. And that's what's important, not knowing me, but being in God's Word. And so I want to continue to encourage you to be diligent about being God's Word, to develop the reading plan that works for you. Try different reading plans, but when you find one that works for you, stick with it, especially if it has you reading through the Bible at least all the way through every three years. Maybe sometimes being challenged to do it quicker. But it's okay to take longer if you're really digging deep and studying it as well. But read through it a couple times first before you get too deep in the studies, especially in books like Isaiah and Revelation and Daniel. So, <laughs> you know, and that's what we're doing. We're, we're in Exodus now. We will poke along through Exodus and who knows what we'll do next. But I just want to share a little bit about my father who was born in 1933 and passed away in 2022. Leaves behind a loving wife who will miss him. Surely, she really does miss him. Three sons, uh, eight grandkids, five grandkids-in-law, who all love him tremendously. And 12 great grandkids, along with many nephews and nieces and others who really look to him as an inspiration. So that's uh, my podcast, I guess, for today is a little bit uh, a little bit off topic and maybe a little bit hard to make it gel. But I, I just want to say those things while they're on my mind. God bless you guys. Have a great, uh, have a great rest of your day. God bless.